Unprepared isn't scripted or edited. There are no redos. And when we screw up, it's going live. This works for our show, but it is no way to run your e-commerce business. Our partner, Rewind, is here to help. They will help you back up your Shopify store with automated backups of your most important data. Rewind should be the first app you install on your store to protect it from human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. It's trusted by over 70,000 retailers from side hustles to the biggest online stores like Gymshark, Gatorade, and Movement Watches. Best of all, if you reply to any of their welcome series and mention Unprepared, you can get your first month free. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unprepared. Uh, This is the most unprepared episode of Unprepared. Uh, (laughs) Welcoming to the show, my lovely friend Kelly from The Tap Room. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So we jumped on on the call and we said... uh, Well, first of all, her event invite had just nonsensical stuff in it. (laughs) So we didn't have anything prepared. But we came up with the idea... Of talking about upsells and cross sells, uh, we can also talk about downsells post purchase, and we kind of just get into that. Uh, but most importantly, it's I guess why is this important if I'm a store owner? Yeah, I mean, you want your you want to be increasing your average order value, you want to be increasing your customer lifetime value, and if you're just pushing one product to them and being like, okay, cool, have fun, go buy, go buy this, and then go do something else, you're not really going to be finding opportunities to grow. You know, if your customers are only aware of one single product on your store and they don't know that you have other awesome, really great complimentary products or upgrade options available. I mean, you have to educate them if you want them to actually buy them. But Kelly, I only have one product. I have this lead flagship product, this widget, number one widget at what it does. Like That's all I have. So how can I do this? You need to find additional things to sell. I could also probably do some... Uh, you can do bundling. That's another great way to do it. Well, yes. If if you if buying more widgets makes sense. If it's like a one-time use product or it's going to last you for three years and never breaks, then you got to sell something else. I've also seen someone do it really, really well. Uh, it was like a very expensive fitness uh, equipment thing. Well, I buy very expensive. Is it called a Peloton? No, it was a couple hundred <laughs> bucks. Well, if they did this, it'd be hilarious because it'd be the best gift ever. But it was like, buy one for a friend for 50% off. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was That'd like, I was like, that's a great upsell there, because you know they were losing their they were losing their butts on shipping already, because it was free shipping. And I was like, yeah, this probably makes sense when you're thinking about it. You're still paying the freight cost, adding another one to it to give it away. Like, you're still net positive at that point. Absolutely, yeah, that's that's a great idea, and and that usually takes place post purchase after they already committed to buying one. Uh, really handy to use a like one of those post purchase upsell upsell apps, like one click upsell or Zipify or one of the other ones that does it. I forget. Um, I've been I've been following one lately, post purchase promotions. Oh yeah. He built that during the Shopify like app uh contest or whatever that they did they did a few months back. I got honorable mention and then never released my app. You're insane. You need to just put that out there. It's it's trashed. It's gone now. It's in the recycle bin. It is in the recycle bin. I archived it. Gotcha. Okay, so back to back to like why do I want to increase my AOV? It's one of three KPIs that matter. Uh, and e-commerce is math. So yeah. you've got you've got your conversion rate, your traffic, and your average order value. And anytime you can increase your average order value, it's going to increase how much money you make a month without you doing anything else. So if your traffic stays the same, your conversion rate stays the exact same, you can bring your average order value up. You've just invented money out of thin air. It's also important to note that it is more expensive to acquire a new customer than it is to upsell to an existing customer. Absolutely. And that's... It goes into kind of like my favorite topic, which is I hate anyone that is pumping all of their money into Facebook ads for growth, uh, because now you're like really risking your margin and you're really risking like how fast you can grow. 
And if you can sell more products to the same customer that you've acquired, uh, that's better. And if you can raise your average order value on that first project uh, product sale, like you've just increased your margin, you've increased your return, which is what everyone cares about with Facebook ads. Uh, so if you're talking about, uh, I actually I had a guy, I talked to a guy on Monday or Tuesday, uh, and he was like, "We need help with Facebook ads." Uh, but what he said that I, I really loved was he was like, I understand that Facebook advertising and your conversion rate doesn't exist in a bubble. And there's a lot more to it. And I was like, awesome. You Can there saved- be more of you? I was like, you just saved me like <laughs> 10 minutes of explaining that like your goal requires like all this other stuff involved. That's great. Yeah. Honestly, when it comes to Facebook ads, I don't know anything. I attempted to run Facebook ads for my own store and I, I, I'm going through the process of selling it now, actually. Uh, and I calculated out what my margin is with and without spending money on Facebook ads. And I dropped my margin by like 10% or I dropped it a full 10% down, I should say. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are pretty pricey. And then especially today, uh, two days ago, they uh, released the update that it goes in line with iOS. So it's just like insanity if you aren't kind of seasoned there you like you have to do some tricky stuff to to see if what you're doing is working right now uh and that has been this is why you should hire an agency like electric eye to help you out with this ryan has been on top of it he's been running all that stuff and just telling us to telling us and the clients to be calm you know what i mean as like the figurehead here i'm just like we're, we know what we're doing right and he's like yeah it's, it's fine <laughs> good because i'm telling people we're no, we know what we're doing exactly but no um we should get back to the topic of cross sells versus upsells because i think this is one of the most uh a lot of people get this wrong so there's a difference between a cross sell and an upsell and most likely you're seeing cross sells you're not usually seeing upsells so let me just provide an example of which one's which Upsell. Let's say I'm buying a pound of coffee and I add that pound of coffee to my cart. And you're like, Kelly, we know you're going to go through this coffee really fast. Why don't you buy five pounds of coffee? And then I say, oh, okay, cool. And then it removes the one pound of coffee out of my cart and then it adds the five pound coffee bag. So you have just upsold me to a more expensive item. Now, cross sells are like, hey, you added this one pound of coffee to the cart. Why don't you add creamer? You don't use creamer. Why don't you add, uh, you need this new mug because obviously you need Brandon mugs. So let's upsell you with, or let's cross sell you. I did it myself. Let's cross sell you with this mug. So you increase your average order value and it doesn't actually change the fact that you're buying coffee, but now you're getting something else as well. Absolutely. And those are, it, it people I think oftentimes get scared when they have like a larger product catalog, especially like say in like fashion or um, any sort of like accessories ecosystem. Uh, they get they're like, well, I've got you know a hundred different things, and it'd be so hard to be recommending this, that, and the stop. Just pick your like five most popular products and just logically yeah. think about it after that. There are also reports for this, like even within Shopify, people who buy this product also tend to add these products to their cart as well. So you can get this information available to you already. Uh, the other thing you can do is, the, especially for apparel or selling accessories, the shop the look kind of situation. So if I add this shirt or you, I see, you know, this model is wearing this shirt, these pants and these earrings. Um, uh, you can upsell or you can add as like a potential cross sell item to the cart or to the product page itself. Uh, to buy that entire look. Yeah, let's be real. I don't know how to dress myself. I'm a sucker for all that stuff. I say, add, add it all. I've been wearing the same... Yeah, I've been wearing the same uh, Viore uh, joggers since March last year. So I'm full in on athleisure. Just dress me, please. Absolutely. And then I guess before before we kind of go here, I do want to bring up post-purchase upsells because they're insanely cool. 
So we're recording this in January 2021. Uh, Shopify opened up uh, their most secure element of their brand uh, finally to developers. So you can act- now developers have access to checkout. Uh, so they can put apps in checkout. And the reason that this is super important is any app previously actually was cloning the checkout experience uh, if you weren't kind of in the know. So it actually wasn't Shopify. So anytime you're doing like a post-purchase checkout or uh, like upsell or subscriptions, it was actually a, a secondary checkout. Uh, but now everything's going to be in Shopify. So everything will play nice. Uh, but just the power of offering something to someone after the, they've given you the credit card is yeah. insane. Uh, it's so it's so great. And it's so easy to be like literally one click. Oh, yes, I do need these. I do need this mug. Didn't realize I needed it. And now you can actually switch it out. And Shopify allows order editing up to 60 days after an order has been placed. So it's not like it has to either be immediate as well. You can literally follow up via email with, hey, we know you purchased this you know, five days ago. Maybe it has a longer lead time. So it, things don't ship immediately. You can use that lead time as an opportunity to sell more to them and get that average order value up. Yeah, like so. Here's a perfect example. Uh, they buy, you know, let's go back to the the idea of buying, uh, you know, lifestyle equipment, like working out stuff. Yeah, I'm really good at that because I don't even know what they're called. Let's use the example of a Peloton because it's literally a six week, eight week, ten week lead time. Yeah. Okay. So you buy a Peloton, and then you get an email when your Peloton finally shows up. And they're like, you know what? You probably should have bought this very specific accessory, like the shoes that you have to use for theirs, unless you switch out the pedals. Yeah, there you go. So if you didn't buy the shoes, it's like now you want the shoes, right? And then it's you know they they just upsold you post purchase, which is technically not increasing the average order value. That's technically increasing the lifetime value. It it edits the same order though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Is Peloton on Shopify? No. Uh, the Shopify the the their apparel store is okay, but Peloton itself is not. That's a weird user experience. I don't know why it wouldn't be the same. You thing. know what? I-, I can go on a whole 10 minute talk about why Peloton's not capitalizing on their cult following and, and expanding their apparel offering and really pushing it because they wear their own Peloton apparel. All the work, all the instructors are wearing their own Peloton apparel that should be pushed more. And it's not. Well, it's also like, why? So I have to log into the thing and why not sell me t-shirts while I'm there? Like it should be the same login for both. One would think. I mean, technically you could. Having two different logins is like the number one no-no ever. Yeah. Like I it's I preach about this so much when I'm talking to people that like have, you know, a more content driven or like B2B side of their business. And then it's like, oh, and then there's this random store that actually is doing well. It's like, okay, well, it's such a like jolting user experience if there's two logins that yeah. I have to keep track of. If you're on Shopify Plus, this means you need to be using multipass. Exactly. Um Awesome. Well, I think we the the conversation went off the rails, which I knew was going to happen. <laughs> uh, but me and Kelly will do this uh, quite often, so don't worry. That's right. Uh, we'll have her back in a couple of weeks uh, to chat about stuff. Kelly, uh, what are you up to? Uh, where do you want to direct people if they are picking up what you're putting down? Yeah. So you can find the tap room at thetaproom.com. You can find me on Twitter at kvlly. You can find. Oh, well, you don't really need to find the tap room on Twitter. You can find it at Taproom Agency, but it's it's usually me tweeting. So follow me instead. Kelly is a hilarious one on Twitter. So I recommend pressing that follow button. Thanks for coming on. Thanks.